The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Yeah, finally, it is the uh, bill that waited for Senators uh, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema to sign off. In the end, a lot of ground. So let's get into it. Joining us live is Bloomberg Tax Reporter Laura Davison. Uh, Laura, thank you so much for joining us. Let's start with inflation and taxes. Uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says it reduces inflation. How? Uh, well, you know, Senator Schumer said that, but uh, the, all of the estimates that economists have done said it really actually does little to nothing about inflation. The reason they called it the Inflation Reduction Act is that is something that Democrats are really worried about going into the midterms, uh, which in, are in November. So this is sort of an interesting uh, thing. This is very key for um, Joe Manchin, who was one of the crucial senators, a moderate, who they weren't sure if they were if he, if he was going to sign on to the bill. He did. Uh, but in terms of inflation, not expecting to see um, any bump in the short term and in the long term, you know, just a couple tenths of a percent uh, that this would shave off inflation. But on taxes, there's a lot there. Uh, yeah, there corporations a, uh, Corporations may get some restrictions. Uh, personally, though, the top 1% pretty much escaped, didn't they? Am I reading that correctly? Yes. So, yeah. So um, wealthy Americans did very well in this bill. Uh, initially, when Biden first trotted this out, you know, over a year ago, there were a bunch of different rate increases on individuals, both from income to capital gains, looking at inheritance taxes, all of those got cut at various stages in the process. And, and uh, really, uh, all the taxes are focused on corporations. There's two major pieces there. One, which is a minimum tax, a 15% minimum tax for all U.S. corporations. Uh, you know, some have the, the corporate rate in the U.S. is 21%, but a lot of companies pay a lot less than that because of different deductions and credits. The other is this buyback tax with a 1% excise tax on uh, corporate buybacks. And so uh, curious to see, you know, how that plays out. That doesn't go into effect until the start of next year. So we we could see a flurry of buybacks uh, in the U.S. You know, until that tax goes into effect. Of course, uh, President Biden, uh, the uh, thrust that he was making through this was uh, his his push behind climate change. Uh, the goal is to cut gas emissions by about 40 percent from 2005 levels by the end of the decade. What does it do? How does it do that? Yeah, so there's a several hundred billion dollars of investments into all sorts of new incentives for um, green technology. So there's a, a greatly uh, increased um, electric vehicle credit uh, for American consumers, as well as um, a bunch of different uh, uh, credits for different types of renewable energy. Uh, what's notable in this bill, though, is that there's also some incentives for fossil fuels as well. Again, this all goes back to Joe Manchin, who was one of the senators who helped cut this deal. He is from West Virginia, a state that is very dependent on coal and natural gas. And so you see that reflected in the um, overall bill. Yeah. And there's going to be some, some controversy regarding the electric vehicles because they expanded the number of car makers, but they also put limitations on what cars and uh, what people actually will be uh, eligible for it. 
Yeah, there's limits uh, both on kind of the income that people uh, that consumers can use to, to buy it. Income, uh, there are limits on the cost of the car and also restrictions that pr- different elements of the car need to be American-made. Some um, EV makers, including GM and Toyota, in the run-up to the passage of this bill complained and said, hey, this is, these are actually too restrictive and we're not going to be able to source of all of our products and, and do and meet the requirements for this. That's yet to be see if that was, uh, you know, if, if that's actually true, if they're able to, to change some of their supply chain issues and, um, and be able to qualify for the credits. But this is something that was um, very important to, to a lot of Senate Democrats, uh, particularly those that represent the car industry in Michigan. And I hate to do this to you. We have about 30 seconds left. We need to touch briefly on Medicare, on negotiation of drug prices. This major? This is huge. This is the first time that Medicare uh, can negotiate with drug companies. It's something that uh, Congress has wanted to do for a long time, but it just hasn't had the right mix uh, of political realities happening. And so uh, a lot of people are very happy this has finally gotten done. All right, Laura, you're awesome. Thank you so much for your help. Uh, that is a Bloomberg tax reporter, Laura Davison. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.